don't consider my enjoyment of this to be an endorsement. I Let don't. I clear. don't think it is an endorsement. But it was one of those. It was one <laughs> of those things you. where once I once I started, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? I have to do forty more minutes of this episode alone." I'd pay fifteen hundred dollars for two hours in a space with my friends and some weapons and these like ballistics gel bodies. <laughs> yeah, it looks fun. I'd love to shoot them with guns. I would love to <laughs> like hit bash hit them, them with, with a clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do the vampire claw thing on a bunch of dummies. Yeah. <laughs> be like, multiply that by six. That's the ratio. <laughs> six times the strength of an elite athlete. What, where are they getting these figures? I don't know, but that guy said that figure like 12 times, so it must be true. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, with a vampire, you do have to consider that it's going to be six times the strength of an elite athlete. What? Why? That guy was the biggest fucking that's loser what they of determined. all. That whole thing was little kids being like, I can do this plus one, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Lowry at Variety described the show as 90% filler and makes a universal stunt show look like a masterpiece theater. I do kind of <laughs> want to watch a comp that's just all the uh, the final battles. I'm sure you can find them. Because they're the best parts. Are, uh, I like the ballistics gel shit, but only like... When they're in it, I don't care about the science of it. I just want to see like four blindfolded strong men trying to dig out the heart of that a ballistic so dummy. Oh my god, <laughs> we're getting ahead already. <laughs> we need to talk about these things that come using the incredibly detailed Wikipedia synopses that of every course. single episode has. Of course, Travis, you're taking the lead on this one, then. <laughs> okay, I mean, Trish, go right into it, or do you want to hold open? Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if Matt Siani and Ian Benson went toe to toe? Two of the deadliest. Easy, easy win for me. Two of the deadliest <laughs> podcasters in the world. Ian with his sharp tongue that can move up to 3,000 miles an hour. And, and Matt with his very strong fingers that can climb a rock 10,000 feet high at a velocity of five feet per second. Who are we bringing in as an Ian Benson expert and a Matt Ciani expert to do? I feel like each other demonstrates the most. Sense. We've brought in Ian Benson expert I, Matt Ciani. To I want to go back to the fact that Stephen said that my tongue breaks like I don't know which mock speed that is three hundred thousand miles per hour. That's pretty fast. It's like a chameleon. Yeah. Just no. That's I also not, said. That's I also said Matt can exists. climb at fight five feet per second, which is which, yeah. is, true. which is an absolutely that's insane. <laughs> Wait a second. Have we? We should stop this conversation right now because somebody's very special today, and that boy <laughs> is very special. He's turned into a man. That boy's turning into a man today. It's, that's right. It's Travis's bar mitzvah. It's yeah, Travis's it's bar finally. mitzvah. We're finally doing it. Happy, happy birthday, a happy birthday, happy birthday, Ian. <laughs> it works really well in that way. We got Ian a tremendous gift for his birthday. We're going to talk about Spike TV's Deadliest Warrior. You got me. On, as you know. There was a moment last night. 
there was a moment where I was prepping for my meal today, and I forgot that I had to make bread to do that. So I'm like frantically making shokupan, and it came out great. <laughs> frantically but making shokupan. Frantically, because I refused. I refused to have the thing that happened when I turned 30 be watching Deadliest Warrior. <laughs> like, I was like, I need to finish this bread so I can start watching those episodes so I can do something enjoyable when I turn 30. What is I the crossover refused. of people who bake at What did you do? Elden Ring? Like, Deadliest Warrior. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, a, I got a, a talisman that gives me, like, plus five to, like, vigor and dexterity and strength. Wow. Elden Ring doesn't gonna... even have powerful Apache... Crafty Warriors. Yeah, it, so it can't be that difficult. Uh, it, Travis, that game would make you cry. I've enjoyed watching the TikToks and will never play the game. Guys, <laughs> guys, I just started open. I just started playing Elden Ring while watching these episodes. And I was like, well, if I'm going to talk about Deadliest Warriors, I'm going to continue making The Deadliest Warrior and just played Elden Ring while like Max Brooks was like, a zombie? There's going to be yeah. 600 more of them. And I'm like, oh. I can't. Well, if they're holding more. torches, then it's very scary, apparently. This is the worst. From what I've seen from Elden Ring. This is the worst. <laughs> this is the worst trash talk I have ever seen. Like, oh, I wish. Yeah, so bad. Like, yeah. like, honestly, like, this is the most I've cringed at trash talk since uh, Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama's. Uh, Yo Mama. Yo Mama. On MTV. <laughs> but even That's a show then. That's we should do. But oh even then, God. like if it was all in that form, I still would have Jesus. liked it more. I did think a lot about. I did think a lot about. Like there was so much trash talk. I thought about Wild and Out. Like I was like, what if they yeah. were rapping this? Like what if they all they were rhyming couplets when they were like, you know, you know, Apaches? They ain't even that strong. If you think they can beat a gladiator, you're fucking wrong. And like because that's the level of that was literally two seconds of thought, and that was. As good as what was coming out of their yeah, mouths, y'all. Really, really, really bad. <laughs> they need someone in there to be like that one guy on Wild and Out who like came in really hot and was just like, first of all, yo man's a bitch, like really <laughs> aggressively. <laughs> they should have actually killed one another at the end of these episodes. That would have been fine. They did. Those were real fights. <laughs> Those <laughs> FMV fucking 90s video game <laughs> ass recreations. Yeah. Awesome. They're the was, best part of the show. It was, was I agree with that. I'm not going to agree with anything else you say other than they were the best part of the show. Just going full Siani about this yeah, episode. Yeah, Come on, Mrs. guys. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> Lincoln. Uh, but other than that, how was the play? Like, really, the vibes of, those, of that praise. Welcome to As You Know, Everyone, the podcast where we uh, save you the trouble of watching TV shows by watching the first and last ones or last episodes of each show uh, so we can learn about and then learn to hate, and then ultimately forget every show in existence that we can think of or want to talk about. We are, we that uh, you know what, that is what we're doing. We are dedicated to, to every show in existence. Yes. We, Eventually we will, we will consume podcast. them all. That, sh- that, that Dana show about the first female prime minister, <laughs> we're going to get to it, don't worry. Oh yeah. Borgen or whatever. We're going to do an entire season of K-dramas. Um, I'm mad at you, so don't tempt me. Uh, my name is Travis Marmon, uh, here entering... Uh, the data from the episode into my battle simulator. Joining me is ancient weapons expert Matt Ciani. Hey. The loathsome dung eater. <laughs> the loathsome dung eater himself. <laughs> uh, author of the Vampire Survival Guide, Ian Benson. The ever brilliant gold mask. <laughs> and uh, guy who's if now training easy. army combat people <sighs> in ancient in, in Native American warfare, Travis, Stephen Dowd. Travis, it's the at your fingertips. Companion. 
biomedical engineer yeah, Stephen yeah. Doughton. <laughs> literally. I, I literally. literally Travis one. doesn't know what you do. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't literally know what you have do. a degree no in biomedical you engineering. <laughs> you do improv, whatever. Okay, you go get painted That's every week. That's his job. Time doing every time they were like, every time they were like, this biomedical engineer, I was like, I, I, I could. Yeah, go, you could I be just, having this much fun. <laughs> Steven, you're the Great. deathbed companion. What are you doing? I'd rather do uh, this kind of work than like be a doctor. Yeah, I'd rather do this kind of work than what I do, even though I hated this show. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I, I, I think as a show, I think culturally yeah. it's it's pretty uh, pretty difficult high to brow. adjust. But yeah, cause as a, cause as an activity, high concept. as we something with the show. <laughs> Just like Shakespeare is culturally hard to digest, you know, right, yeah. yes. you just ha- it just takes a lot of time. <laughs> uh, as an activity, it seems really fun. You got to admit, and that's that's what pulled me through watching these is being like, this would be a blast if my friends and I could do this. If they if they if they focused more on how fun it would be to do the things than yeah. like see an Apache would be able to beat a gladiator. Like yeah. it's fu- it's weird that you like the concept it because is so this was. At its core, a competition. Yeah. A competition with really fuzzy rules and yeah, like some that's... mysterious simulation at the end that I would like to see the code for. I would <laughs> you love can't to see with that the code. data. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the, the. I hope there was somebody who's watching this who was like, advanced stats have ruined arguing in a bar about who would win in a fight. I was going to say, uh, Travis, you would be the, the expert on this one. Is this the first sh- television show that was just. Uh, you know, where they uh, uh, optioned uh, forum posts to make them into a television show? Because that's all <laughs> As far is. as I know, this, this, is the first show to use, this is the first show to use sabermetrics that we've watched, as far as I can tell. I want to know what the VORP is of uh, Pol Pot. Um, I, can, <laughs> I can watch this show and basically... Can... <laughs> oh Travis, what does VORP stand for? Value over replacement player? Hey, you did get it! <laughs> What how is different, what how is, different Napoleon, is that than war, I guess. What's Napoleon's XFIP? <laughs> <laughs> how many screen assists are uh, the IRA members setting? Charlemagne was a Babip monster. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Pro that. Fo- <laughs> Babip, Babip is too volatile. You Pro know? Football Focus ranks Shaka Zulu <laughs> the fourth best cut all military of leader in There's going to be like 40 more minutes of this that you don't hear, listener, <laughs> as we just name... Various uh, conquerors and warlords and advanced stats that we know. Have we talked about how the Mongolian Golden Horde were the DVOA champions for like <laughs> 60 years running there in the middle of, the, of it? The Visigoths, one of the best teams to never really do it, you know? Like they had the Pythagorean win expectancy of the Roman Empire, but somehow <laughs> they just never put it together. <laughs> Yeah, if you if you if you correlate the Shaolin monks' uh, performance per quarter over the entire season, um, they really should have had a better record. Yeah, Breaking news, the CIA everyone! Improved after a coaching change. Quite Breaking news: also. Microsoft Bing wants me to know that my birthday has taken over Bing. <laughs> it's taken over Bing. It's taken over. What is that? Self-aware. What does that mean? I, have, I don't know. I immediately deleted the email, but. Yeah. Um, anyway. have we, has, is this the most suffering partner show possible? <laughs> I saw Jill, I saw Jill's tweet and was like, oh, oh I, no. I didn't see Jill's tweet. <laughs> oh, 
I was going to open the show originally with with this. I was texting my partner about it, and she literally just ran out of things to say. This is the dude's rock show, so I (laughs) yeah, it's certainly Uh, that. Like, I mean, we're here. No women allowed are here. This is Spike. It was also. I mean, by the way, if you guys can't tell from what we're talking about, or you're too stupid to read the title of the podcast episode that you download, what is with this aggressiveness? (laughs) We are talking about Spike TV's deadliest warrior. You. We're talking about Deadliest Warrior, a show that ran on Spike from 2009 to 2011 that was basically, as Ian said, forum posts brought to brought to life of being like, who would win in a fight between these two warrior cultures that didn't interact? Uh, When's, when are we getting the uh, television show that adapts that one forum post about... How many if days you could, are in a week? Let me fucking finish Damn it. the joke. Jesus Christ. All right, <laughs> the, if you could sleep with any woman from history, who would you sleep with? <laughs> forum post. Which features the greatest? Can we just say time. any person? My wife or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, no. What it is is the guy, the top comment, and I like. I've only seen this as an image. It might be photoshopped, really, but it's the guy talking about how he would pick his wife who died, yeah, and this whole thing. And then this other guy comments underneath. I also oh. pick that guy's wife. <laughs> I mean, Helen of Which Troy. Which is also <laughs> weirdly. That's weirdly the plot of Drive My Car, basically. So sure, Jill said, "How racist is this going to be?" Hit okay, but instantly. they were represented by actual patch Horrible. guys, so who can say? Uh, she said, by the way, Deadliest Warrior <laughs> finale is the worst episode of television I have ever seen. I hate it. <laughs> uh, I, I added, yeah. the, em- the hate was she all caps. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I added that emphasis. That's how I chose to read it. The the Apaches were able to overcome the, uh, the um, Efficiency of the gladiators with isolated explosiveness, ISO PPP, um, which was really the the bottom line here. You know, really, I mean, once we got all the numbers down, we don't even really need to play the games anymore. We can just simulate it in our heads at this point. Yeah, the yeah, blaze ball. This is blaze ball for fighting. <laughs> I will. I'll say. I think it's better that the finale. I. It's a shame which fictional entities they chose, but. Hearing them talk about real people that existed, just like context-free, felt so icky to me compared to like, I, I'd rather watch the vampire versus zombie thing because it doesn't, it, it isn't pitting like, I'm a slave uh, being forced to fight <laughs> to the death against I'm being exterminated in the greatest genocide in human history. I thought history. you were going to say it felt icky when they talked about Vlad the Impaler or whatever. They, they felt, the it felt icky when the like, blood really? spurted out of his neck. Uh, no, they really do oversell that part where they're like, <laughs> I don't know, gladiators were trained for one purpose, to fight. You know, and it's like they were criminals, they were murderers, they were slaves. Anyways, yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> Anyway, anyway, sometimes <laughs> people were just yeah. born into having to fight to survive uh, and most likely just die for people's entertainment. But look how cool this weapon is. I it goes like, on your hand and it slices open a cow. Also, yeah. none of the like Apache like video stuff was them like actually like in combat with colonists. It was like guys sitting around like in their frou frou like columnist attire or columnist. <laughs> Colonist? Colonist attire. <laughs> yeah, fucking David Brooks out there. And then Apache just throws a tomahawk at yeah, his head. It's, <laughs> Mitch Album is sitting there, and it's Travis's wet dream as an Apache warrior comes up. And his just head's just obliterated. <laughs> <laughs> they take his scalp. They present it to me at the end. I don't think that... Uh, 
I don't think Mitch Albom is on Travis's <laughs> list of people he wants dead. I think he's on Travis's list of people he would like to dunk on, or maybe on his list of people he would like to show the meaning of pain in the octagon. Yes, these are all he's my separate. nemesis. I don't want <laughs> yeah, to kill him. <laughs> these are separate energies. There are certain figures that I would like to die. There are other ones. Like, I don't want to. I don't want Jonathan Saffron Ford to have his head exploded by a gladiator with a glove that's got spikes on <laughs> no. it. But I would like... It'd be funny if it happened, though. <laughs> That's not what I said. That it, those were hit. Travis Marmon's words. It would be words. funny if it happened. <laughs> One if of the weirdest out news of headlines of all time. <laughs> like, like, life continued as expected, and then... <laughs> author Jonathan <laughs> 4 has head exploded by a gladiator with... What are they called? Keatsit? Kestis? Keatsits? Kestis? What? Yeah, Kestis. I'd settle for Chuck Liddell doing it. <laughs> Chuck Liddell explodes <laughs> Jonathan Saffron Ford. When I saw with Chuck Liddell, like Chuck Liddell's here, I was like, "What?" Because Jonathan Saffron Ford was emailing Chuck Liddell's wife, probably. <laughs> Can you imagine the level of scam that must be happening with the Apache oh, snake blocker guy teaching the U.S. military oh, Apache? Yeah, that guy is. Uh, with darkness, and uh, that guy is getting amazing. Amazing government money for yes, to scamming teach guys the to stupidest lose, people alive. Um, so anyway, as I said, Deadly Story is about determining who would win in these fights, and they do it by testing uh, different weapons from each warrior culture. On and what was one of those guys' name again, Listic by the way? Snake Blocker. What a fear. I love Metal Gear Solid. By the way, I need to read you guys. You're um, so supreme. I need to read you guys from Snake Blocker's IMDb page. I give my life, not for honor, but (laughs) for you. Snake Walker. (laughs) There we go. Time. Okay, that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Snake Blocker has a very Snake Blocker no has a very long I'm IMDb bio. I'm almost at the Snake Blocker. Snake Blocker. I don't know what you're saying. Cry. <laughs> We're singing Snake Eater. Come on. Dream. From Snake Metal Gear Solid Three. Blocker. When they said Snake Blocker, I was like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna do it. I'm going to read select parts from Snake Blocker's IMDb biography, which is very long. Um, for a guy who's mostly just appeared in shows like this and also an episode of Doomsday Preppers, Ooh, uh, the well, greatest course. reality show of all time. King. For example, as a child, he was bullied for being smaller than his peers. From the taunts and torments of his peers rose the determination to defend himself, a resolve which has mm-hmm. followed him throughout his life and career. Yeah. In 2016, he received Same. a Russian kettlebell certification from Dragon Door. If you ask Snake Blocker mm-hmm. what he does for a living, he'll say that he's a warrior poet. Playful smirk notwithstanding, he's telling the truth. Ugh. He wrote he's this written page, and published right? somewhere received po- he had Of course he wrote this page. <laughs> Though he's written and published somewhere received poetry, a poet's paycheck isn't enough to keep one in ink and paper, much less a that dignified lifestyle. Therefore, he provides his services and expertise as a warrior to a variety of industries. Such as the fucking U.S. military. I, yeah. I love the idea that he's like a modernist poet, but he knows that he can't make any money in that because poetry is like the least <laughs> viable field in history. So he's like, yeah, I'll just, you know, kill. It is maybe the only job I can think of that it was the thing where you're like, oh, it was way easier to make money, you know, 200 years ago than that. Because, like, there was, like, one patron. Like, you could have, there was, like, one guy you could yeah. make money from it. Now, like, who's the most famous living poet? Is there, Fucking Ruby is there a path to it's success? Rupi Kaur. It's Rupi Kaur. It actually Kaur. is Rupi oh. Kaur. Yeah, the path, the, yeah the, the path to th- success. Or, like, the girl that did the poem at the Biden inauguration or whatever. She's the second most. Well, you know why it's Rupi Carr. Yeah, I, I know you, who you're talking there's about. There's one that you know the name of. It's Rupi yeah. Carr. The answer, that's the yeah. answer. Be- so but the, because the way but you because get of meme culture. 
Yeah, the way you get successful yeah. in that is you uh, do an Instagram account where you write like mostly just like horny poetry. With like it's her, it's her horniness drawing. that has gotten her famous. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm not done with Snakewalker's ID. Oh, uh, sorry. Here. So on top of being Snake government contractor, he's also a lifetime fitness metabolic specialist. Oh. In short, he teaches others the formidable strength and discipline that seems to come naturally to him. It only seems that way because Snake Blocker works out and trains every day as part of his 1% philosophy, which is that each day any person can be 1% better than what they were yesterday. That's a big percent. Travis Travis, <laughs> um, is, Travis is a, a, a pioneer in the 1% worse philosophy. I'm going to skip to the end here because this is my favorite part. With what little free time he has, Snake Blocker likes to read and watch movies on Netflix and Amazon Prime. His favorite movies <laughs> tend to be comedies, action films, documentaries. Anything based on true stories like he has attention. He also enjoys shopping online, yeah. <laughs> chatting with his friends, <laughs> and catching a good nap here and there. Snake Blocker is a spiritual man who studies the Bible in his quest to understand and serve God's will. That's the end. So, he's, he's, so he's just a fucking dude. Like He loves shopping online and <laughs> taking a nap. Same. <laughs> Chatting with friends. Big That's all fan of naps in his dating yeah, profile. Big, yeah, what are you? Yeah, exactly. Do you also like adventure and wine? Get out of here. Um, why are we talking about Snake Blocker? You may ask. Because the first episode of Deadliest Warrior, uh, sort of. We I debated whether to go with the pilot that was before the show got ordered that then got moved into episode three, which was Spartan versus Ninja. But I thought it'd be more fun Ugh. to do S one E one, which is Apache versus Gladiator. And Snake Blocker here is an Apache along with Alan Tafoya, the other Apache expert representing them. And then there's just some, you know, they couldn't get people with a legitimate gladiator heritage, unfortunately. So just They're some literally all neo-Nazis. Macho guys. Yeah, every probably single one of them is okay. Well, when you say gladiator heritage, what do you mean by that? People from... Just some Italian guys. <laughs> a guy who would claim that 100% of them are fascists. Well, most of us are probably just... Most we Europeans are descendants of Romans in some capacity. Yeah, but probably not a yes. descendant of a gladiator. Uh, yeah. Actually, in a past life, I, of course, was a gladiator. I watched Gladiator again a couple months ago. Hadn't seen it since, like probably in a long time because it was one of those things where I was like this one best picture I'll watch it again I forgot that that movie is the text of that film is only a military man can drain the swamp I've never seen that movie I've heard it doesn't hold up great or like that Ridley Scott somehow made a boring movie out of the subject matter that should have been an easy entertainment thing but it's alright but yeah it's it's just about a guy who gets anointed a general who gets anointed to be the emperor so that he can clear out the corruption in Rome but then one of those corrupt members gets wind of this, so he has his family killed, and him uh, tries to have him killed. But you know he escapes because he's so strong, mm-hmm. and good, and cool. Uh, and then uh, Warren, uh, and then uh, Nick Cave, and uh, his uh, music partner loved the film so much they wrote a sequel screenplay that uh, takes place after the movie. And spoilers for Gladiator, but he dies. Uh, so basically, what they created was God of War, and it was Russell Crowe fighting his way through the Greek pantheon. <laughs> to like find his wife and child who weren't in the spot in the afterlife they were supposed to be and like ends with him as the head god and Ridley Scott was like yeah man sure that sounds that. sick that sounds way I was hoping better that you gladiator. were going to say Nick Cave like was in Gladiator in a similar role to his assassination of Jesse James appearance where he's just like an annoying song guy at the end of the movie Nick Cave <sighs> makes me uncomfortable am I the only one in which ways his bad takes he has so many bad takes forehead? but I like his music what is no, his what? his music, he just like 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I think I've 180'd on murder ballads in the last couple years. Wow, you did go from I will love every murder ballad. You said that to me after um, Evermore. To be like, this guy who wrote an album called Murder, murder ballads. ballads? No, thank you. Well, I listened to Murder <laughs> Ballads, and I was like, because I was like, oh, I like this. I like every murder ballad. And then I didn't like any of them. And I, th- I thought that they all f- felt so trite. It was like, here's a man who's gonna kill, killing everybody doesn't feel. And uh, Here I go, killing again. Sick. Oh boy, I just <laughs> love killing. Yeah, just listen to Cannibal Corpse instead or something. Yeah, that is my favorite Cannibal Corpse record. Here I go <laughs> here, again, here I go. killing. Oh shit, here we go Travis again. Since you <laughs> have mentioned Cannibal Corpse and invoked uh, hard rock artist. Travis, who was 74? Uh, is that Pat Benatar? That is Pat Benatar. Wow. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> the, cannibal corpse, <laughs> the cannibal corpse of 80s female singer-songwriters, for sure. No one can tell <laughs> Travis he's wrong about the number of the people who are in a hard rock countdown. Uh, also representing the Gladiators, uh, to put this... To put this purely, to put this in extremely 2009, uh, UFC champion Chuck Liddell is there to punch yeah. some beef <laughs> with <laughs> spiked with gloves. He's song. tenderizing the beef. This looks useful. I would get these. If I had a side of beef anywhere, I would buy these gloves. The best is when they give him the, um, the, 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 the like crescent moon blade. Yeah. And he punches the, the cow sinker. and then it gets stuck. And you're like, oh, yeah, ah, wow, scissors, there's your opening. The scissors story. Yeah. 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 Also, nobody... Chuck Liddell, they really, they tried to make Chuck Liddell like a celebrity to like bring UFC to the masses in this era, and he's just not an interesting man. <laughs> like no, he just, just had no guy. charisma. He's just like, oh hell yeah, dude. He's just like, what if a guy had a mohawk and like Mike Ditka's face? It, and could punch I love that they kept saying that he's the man who brought UFC to the masses. Like, did he? I guess Maybe, he's like the know. first UFC guy I could ever name. He was the first UFC because guy. he was in a bunch of ads where it's I like, think he was dude, the first either on Liddell. Sports Illustrated or ESPN the magazine's cover. Anyway, he's there too. So there's some celebrity he's stuff. There. Alan Tafoya, by the way, they said his world champion knife fighter, which I really want yeah. to know what that entails. Because <laughs> you can't just Killing be getting into knife men. fights in a tournament. Like, yeah, I mean, you probably can actually. Is he like it's just doing demos? Is it like Olympic karate where it's you just start like doing? Would you go to a knife nobody? fighting tournament? No. No. Uh, a knife tournament sounds terrible. I've spent this weekend hiding from the strongman competition that's happening here in Columbus that has overtaken mm. the city. What? I want to. That sounds fun. Why are you hiding from it? Yeah. yeah. See, it sounds it's way better than like, when a football game It's the thing in the city, happens. dude. Because it's, it's, Everyone's it's, here for a strongman competition? Yeah, it's the Arnold. It's the it's biggest the, thing in the city. It's the Arnold. It's the second most prestigious like bodybuilding competition in the world. It's very it's huge. Yeah. There's like the the strongest men on the planet are just like yeah. literally walking yeah. around the short north like, right now, basically. Okay, so yeah. have you gone yeah. to like Lawbird and those guys are there? No. That, um, well, that would I be did, sick. I when I, they when I had liquor, a girlfriend who worked the right across the street from the convention center, um, I would sometimes go visit her while there were conventions going on, and there was a time when it was just the beefiest boys and girls, <laughs> a lot of beefy girls. Yeah. Uh, in uh, and non binary friends uh in a restaurant right across just eating that sounds delightful to just encounter i don't know it's funny yeah one of the one of the nicer crowds that do the convention because you'll get like you'll get like nationwide or sorry not nationwide but like statewide girls volleyball tournaments that have like the worst volleyball moms on the planet 
tipping mm. zero dollars and demanding the best service. I have a I have a server's perspective on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on the, the bodybuilders. On, on the, the, body, well. the bodybuilders are ordering like it's two of everything on the menu yep. and yep. like yep. being awesome. Yeah, I was and, just and I, like you know tipping normal to good to to actually great. I went and picked yeah. up a sandwich yesterday. That's great to hear. At a uh, a sandwich place that's right across from the hockey arena and not far from the convention center at all, and it was jarring the size difference between me and some of the other people who Googled good, who must have Googled like good sandwiches near center or whatever. Yeah. And saw like, Oh, look at those cheesesteaks. And it was just that like, it was like me. Just a little guy. <laughs> I was just a little guy and it was almost my birthday. And I was in line with all these people. I was like, what the fuck, man? And have I, you, have you watched the season of righteous gemstones? Cause no, I have, I'm, I just finished. I'm Cause gonna, I'm Kel- Kelvin is surrounded by a power team at all times in the season. <laughs> it's like the big muscle dudes, like terraform books and shit that was basically me so that was your- <laughs> i'm adam divine i'm standing there i'm like wow look and at these guys john goodman's like go play with your muscle boys or whatever it's i just heard a hell yeah brother said basically so many times <laughs> in the line as everyone would get their sandwich <laughs> and they'd be like oh yeah brother yeah. so uh like i said the wikipedia synopses of every single episode of deadliest warrior are insanely detailed <laughs> Um, for a show that's just like we tested four weapons each and then ran the numbers and then you get a goofy simulation at the end. The numbers. But so first we <laughs> the see numbers. them. They see, we see the short range weapons. The Apache Tomahawk just like obliterates the gel skull, which was pretty sick. And then, there's a lot of obliterating yeah, skulls. Yeah. And then the uh, gladiator guys are like, okay, but what's that going to do against a bronze helmet? And then they don't test it against a bronze helmet. <laughs> so we don't actually they did, see. They did so test the club, club, the club against it, yeah. But like, they well, it's probably because they were like, it might break the helmet and we only have one. <laughs> and like, we actually paid a ton of money for this real gladiator helmet. Yeah. Like, uh, they, give, they give the Apache the advantage on the tomahawk. And then on the mid-range weapons, the Apaches are like, we carry they carry like 20 knives and shit and just throwing them into dummies snake blocker goes insane some dummies but snake blocker. they determine uh throwing a net at a guy and then stabbing him with a trident is better uh, yeah that just that feels like such an aquatic <laughs> yeah, combination of yeah, it's and extremely you're... aquatic <laughs> the best weapon against a fish person you could uh, ever have well <laughs> uh it, it is because those gladiators would actually honor uh like the sea like the, uh, Neptune. the fishermen no, it was like, and like, mm-hmm. and like fishermen in there, it was, you know, because they, they would have like various types of gladiators and things like that. So the guy with trident and net was a classic one. This is a cool, this is a cool idea. I wish there wasn't death. Like I want to, I want American gladiators to come back because it's, that's like an mm. amazing show that I could watch for hours and hours and hours. And they did uh, bring it back I, and it didn't succeed, I think. Eva, I want to watch it. Okay. Well, you should have watched it when they brought it back. <laughs> but, like, I want people it. to be like, this man is... Like, like it's like, okay, they say what they did. Like, sometimes they're a teacher and sometimes they're whatever. But I want them to, like, fight in a style that represents this part of culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, I, like, I think that would be very, very... Like, if it was like, oh, this man is a trucker. And um, then, American Gladiators. 
return. Well, trucker is an interesting first choice. <laughs> trucker there. fighting style. Uh, yeah, uh, what would be the fight I don't know. The flying J. Like, what are you talking? About? I don't know. He fights with like you know. He sticks a he sticks like a fast food bag over somebody's head and then <laughs> punches them. Like I don't know. Throws a wrench at them. Like what? You... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mechanic the best tr- stuff. The only, the only trucker fight I can think of is the guy at the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre who comes in to yeah and is like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> American Gladiators returned in 2008 for two seasons, ran for 21 episodes. It was presented by is it Lila uh, Ali? Is that how it's said? Layla Ali. Layla. Uh, it was presented by Layla Ali, and Hulk Star. Hogan. Hmm. Uh, so pretty cursed. Hmm. And uh, one of the female gladiators, a uh, crush, was Gina Carano. That okay. Makes sense. Hey, that tracks. Uh, that's the only of the gladiator names that I recognize. Yeah, deeply cursed television. Uh, show. In the in uh, also, also the winners. If you the the grand prize in season one was a hundred thousand dollars, which is lackluster. That's not that much money. A two thousand eight <laughs> Toyota Sequoia, which is just a funny add-on. It's like oh, you sure. want this this uh, SUV uh, and the right to become a gladiator in season two. Was mm. there a season two? Mm. Yeah, there, there was. Two seasons. But season two didn't have the promise of being a gladiator if you won, because they knew. They knew it wasn't going to work. I would have rather uh, just been on Guts. The one of the guys. Oh, one of the guys gained fame. I would have loved yeah. to have been on Guts. Uh, as, uh, an, uh, through Urban Ninja YouTube videos. That was how one of these dudes did it. Evan the Rocket Dollard won the first season. I think like the Ninja Warrior franchise has supplanted American Gladiators, which is lame because no one's like getting attacked by a muscle. There bone. was a... There was a, a, a track and field athlete uh, who is the record holder with the javelin and the number 14 ranked thrower of all time. Uh, does he have an Olympics? No medals, it looks like. But uh, his name is Bro Greer, is how I'm going <laughs> to choose to say it. Is it B R E A U X or something? It is B R E A U X. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> Great name, bro. <laughs> that rules. That rules so much. I can't believe Gambit is only the 14th best javelin thrower considering his power set. Uh, we get these interstitials of like the warriors in Combat River. They keep like the gladiator one to me is very funny, especially when the guys are talking over it and they're like, gladiators were trained to fight. And it's like, no shit. I had no idea. <laughs> that's the whole thing. They, every gladiator moves like a Terminator, or like a, a T. The first Terminator movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like true. They were like lumbering. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't think that that's what they were like. Most like no, no, no. Gladiators were no. gladiators. They, they were trained to fight. They put governors on gladiators. They're not allowed to move quickly. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trident. Then we have the long range weapons where the Apache bow and arrow obliterates a. A gel skeleton, but the gladiators have a sling, and we get a great video of like yeah. a gladiator. Why was why is a gladiator hiding in a, like why is it doing a stealth mission from is it clearing an outpost in a Far Cry or Horizon game? And why is it doing failing stealth? What was normally the pa- Apache framing for every one of these simulations? I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing too. They keep talking about the gladiator guys keep talking this trash where it's like in an arena the Apache's got nowhere to go, and it's like well, to too bad they're fighting in a field, so there. Yeah, like, no I one don't explains know. why. Oh yeah, they fought in a field. Why? Is yeah. it a coin flip? Like the stage should have to change, like in some Super Smash Bros. levels or something. Like it could start out open and but, then it goes, drops them into an enclosed circle, and but, then. But 
But that's one of the mm. we, that's one of the problems with this show is you can be like Apaches specialized in fighting in fields with trees and cover. Gladiators were trained to fight in an arena. Therefore, if they fought in either of those places, the one who had trained for years to fight in that place would probably win. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, they solved this the best in the uh, James Gang versus Al Capone's gang episode where they fight in a historical museum and are like pulling guns out of like cases or whatever out of like oh my god oh my god (laughs) oh also looking at the stats thing i didn't notice so like in the wikipedia synopses it's like apache team alan tafoya parentheses world champion knife fighter like they all say stuff like that except says chuck liddell the ice man it doesn't say (laughs) (laughs) well we we, i mean what do do we need to say that part not everyone's george gervin helps out the, (laughs) the gladiator team who knew um does he say like that he cometh or anything? Like, does he just does he not acknowledge that or no? Like, this is an honest question. Is that part of his? Uh, like when he's having maybe. sex or like <laughs> or when he's fighting? No, like when he's introduced in the ring at, at a UFC fight. Like, Ice Man cometh. <laughs> uh, Stephen has given the thumbs up to to Matt's joke, which I think actually meant execution or something. Like people like it's different than what people assume. I don't know. Whatever. The sling <laughs> Whatever, for what it's executed. worth. The sling it's which fine. We Somebody's show, gonna explode my skull. We see it later, <laughs> yeah. Throw a sling at a helmeted guy and just ruin his stealth uh tactics and the sling ultimately accounted for one kill out of the one thousand battle simulations. So that's pretty good. Uh Man, I wish they would have had some sound effects when things were pinging off of the helmets, because that's a very funny sound every yeah. time. I do love when they're like, we'll demonstrate the power of a sling by just launching it at this ballistics gel skull at insane yeah. speed, and it just goes through a skull. Bring in, like, no they one's bring throwing in the cannon. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think anyone's throwing with that much force and accuracy. And uh, then Ricky the special weapons, it. it's the war club versus the gladiator Sika, which is this like curved sword thing. That seems like a very unfair match to me. Yeah, turned out to be, especially because the war club uh, was disabled by the helmet. I assume they chose their own special weapons, but that's like, I mean, choosing a straight up fucking sword seems like yeah, I was like that's, that's just another special short range weapon. weapon or whatever. You know. Yeah. When I was watching this, I was reminded very much because um, I, you know, I, it's probably already made it into this podcast. I don't know. Maybe the part got cut. But I was playing Elden Ring during part of this because I was just like, "Fuck it!" It's not like I'm missing tremendous visuals. I'm getting, I, I'm. <laughs> it's just people talking about these things, and then I can look over when I hear combat and such. But uh, I was thinking once again how much I would like to play a Soulsborne game that's exactly like all of those games, except I and I alone have a pistol. I just I brought a gun into this medieval fantasy <laughs> yeah. setting. Yeah, exactly what I want. Yeah, and I was just fun. thinking about like all of these, where it's like now all of these versus one guy with one gun. Well, how much ammo do you have, though? Because you're not going to find any. It's like it's yeah, it's like Resident Evil. There's like yeah, like you can maybe put together something that turns into ammo. You know, five hours later in they, the game, they've gotten away from that in the recent ones, I believe. Where now it's they like have, they, yeah. people think like there's like oh, I've only got six bullets for this time, and they keep finding bullets, and they're like, I guess they want me to kill things with these guns. But it's yeah, almost like but that's the point of the game. The remasters are still a little bit like that, especially if you play in certain modes. Um, I was just gonna say that it's a shame that um, it's a shame that that bit was so successfully done in the first Indiana Jones that like no one can do that bit again. Like it's just yeah, like without it being a reference to that. Yeah, like it's just like that was Travis, so good. No idea what we're talking. about Yeah, I don't about know which here. bit you're talking about. The bit where it's a great bit. He's never bit, seen Indiana Jones. 
there's a bit where have you never seen Indiana Jones? No, but I've played Uncharted's two through four. Dude, just see that. I just say, what are you movie? losing by seeing the film that you seem will that like? Interesting. I don't <laughs> understand don't you. you. Like it? I don't understand you because you're like I will not watch. I will not watch Drive My Car, and I will also not watch <laughs> Indiana Jones and Independence Day. And you always like try to go like a little bit towards one of those or a little bit towards the other. Mm-hmm. Basically, are like the things you watch, and it's like okay, you okay? Just try these ones that people are recommending to you. You did. You did just watch an hour and a half of Deadliest Warrior, which yeah. is <laughs> most of the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. There's no gladiators in that movie, I can guarantee. There's a scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where there's a where he's fighting his way through I don't even I wouldn't even say he's fighting his way, he's mostly just running away. Well, he's yeah, and he's, there's a man He's trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Well, he's trying to he's trying to get Marion who is in a basket on a person's head yes. who is yes. being kidnapped. And there's a man who tries to stand in his way, and he pulls out a sword, and he shows off oh, his sword bit. skills, yeah, and he goes, and he pulls out a gun and shoots him in the chest. And yeah, yeah, okay. I know now, do you know why thing. that happened? I remember, like, they were originally supposed to do, he got injured or something? No, they were, yeah, they were, he was sick, and there was going to be a whole sword fight, and he, like, looks, and he's like, Steven, I have a gun. And Spielberg's like, oh, you're right. And then they just shoot the guy. <laughs> I'll just, why don't I just shoot the guy? And they're like, oh, yeah, let's I've just shoot the guy. I've got a gun in my room. I go upstairs, come down, pow. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> oh. Blow uh, his brains it's, it's... out. <laughs> it's good. I'll <laughs> oh, your thumbs up on that bit. Uh, it's good because it's one of the moments where it really shows you this Harrison Ford character. And the other moment that really shows you Harrison Ford character is when he says, I know in Empire Strikes Back, which was another thing where he was like, George, I'm not saying this. It's all corny. Why don't I just say I know and then get frozen? And everyone was like, that's cool. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, that's sick. But the best, yeah. thing about, the best thing about the first three Star Wars is every time there's something you learned that happened that was cool, it was somebody being like, George, what if we did this instead? Because <laughs> he's every a single good like, cool thing that happened. He was a good, cool collaborator. And yeah. I would love to see a new George Lucas film. That would be. That's my deepest, weirdest <laughs> desire is to see a new film by George Lucas. Is American Graffiti good? Yeah, and also why <laughs> doesn't Disney Irish buy up American Graffiti and pump out a bunch of American Graffiti sequels that are polarizing? Or that old, that start off exciting, <laughs> and then everyone's like, "This sucks." Actually, you've ruined my childhood with what accent? The was Last that? Deuce Coop or whatever the fuck. I don't know what's going on in American Graffiti. I never saw that movie, but. <laughs> Where do we where do we get to the point where they put lipstick on the knife? Oh yeah, they have the Apache guys put lipsticks on ni- on Dole's and then knives they basically and then are like, oh, "We're putting lipstick on the knife, but no homo." Like we uh, doing we to love, simulate uh, blood. We love blood. Yeah, I love the color of blood. So they can see where and they then later the guy is. It's clearly red lipstick, and the guy said like he's trying to trash talk, and he's like, "Is that chartreuse? With your lipstick." Yeah, he's telling you how manly he is that he doesn't know this, that. This this is this this was maybe the I was I was I described this as the most masculine show imaginable that had no sex in it. Like there was no sex, oh, no yeah. reference I to sex. I also picked it, this to, because I wanted to talk about Spike TV in general. We can do that in if between. You, yeah. If you like if you take yeah, like there there's nothing like they were really afraid of being like they the whole show was people 
arbitrarily having a dick measuring contest about something that for yeah. the most part wasn't actually part of their identity. Like I the guy who is the gladiator yeah. was like, I'm a gladiator and I'm proving gladiators are stronger. You've, you're not a gladiator. Like this guy is just like. Yeah. It, it reminded me genuinely a lot of Power of the Dog in that it's a lot of people pretending to be things that they aren't. And then there's a deep homoerotic subtext for part of it. Uh, Power of the Dog makes it text eventually. But at the start, I was like, oh, this as, show... As does uh, Deadliest Warrior, where at the end, the uh, Gladiator and the Apache make out, and it's... Uh, the the it's, Gladiator it's guys really were pulling out their beautiful. fucking banjo and trying to one-up the piano they were pulling playing out Apaches. Right. That seems so good. Uh, when are we going to talk about David Wenham? This reminded me, Who? real quick, you said it reminded you of that movie. It reminded Power of the Dog. It reminded me of uh, real-life middle school. Very similar things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very similar things. Um, <laughs> you can talk about David Wenham, Ian. Is this because you don't know why David Wenham is involved? Yeah, I vaguely remember we talked about he's, this. I think at the end of last episode. But he's the narrator. Yeah, and it, yeah. What's he known I, for? I, 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 he was so strange. He was like our gladiator expert was like, why he's did he talk like that? By being, he would he would most be known. He's trying to sound dramatic, but he's Australian, so he sounds goofy. That's just how, how that goes. <laughs> well, I think they want him to go goofy. Um, Boy, I reckon his brain got splattered. This whole show is just <laughs> knifey spoony. The uh, most mean-spirited Simpsons episode. Well, so, uh, Travis, uh, uh, David Wenham uh, would probably best be known um, because, you know, now now is a chance for Faramir, Captain of Gondor, oh, right. to show his quality because uh, he was uh, Faramir, the brother of Boromir. Uh, Which one was the was one that betrayed like the least them. memorable member of the fellowship? I'm He's pretty sure it's, fellowship. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced so. okay. Faramir. 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 Um, Some Tolkien way, nerd getting very mad listening to this. Yeah, nerd car. shit. Who are friends of ours? Nerd shit, dude. Uh, we watched a show uh, where the last episode was people arguing over whether vampires or zombies would win a fight. Like it doesn't get it was more awful. nerdy than that. Oh uh, you said uh, you enjoyed actually, the show. No, it was actually very manly because it was on Spike. Travis, was manly, also true. you would know David Wenham most for uh, his role as uh, Friar Carl in Van Helsing, <laughs> which is what he's basically playing. He's here. like Van Helsing's like friend. He's Van. He's Van Helsing's Q. Yeah, who gives him all the weapons and shit? Okay. Yeah, he's the Q. Man, they've directly also, referenced Van Helsing in one of these. He was also in Three Hundred. Yeah, I mean, this is such he's, a t- like these are the action films of the two thousands. Like, there's so much of. I never watched that movie. I never, I yeah. never once watched Three Hundred. You should. I watched it uh, at soccer camp, and I was like, "This movie is not very good." It's it's not. Colin reminded me that there are slow motion sex scenes in that it film. It is probably the worst sex scene I've ever seen besides another Zack Snyder movie, the one in Watchmen, maybe. And then, of course, Zack Snyder's favorite movie is Excalibur, which infamously has the chainmail sex scene. What's, and I feel what, like that explains Are there just people in chainmail? There's people fucking in chainmail. There's some notoriously bad sex scene in Excalibur. This explains a lot about Zack Snyder. It's like how Michael Bay's favorite movie is the original West Side Story also explains a lot <laughs> about him. Huh. Sometimes I get upset that people who are passionate about lame things can be successful. What's the lame thing there? I'm just talking about Zack Snyder. Like, uh, oh, I was like, are you saying that West Side Story is lame, sir? I will have words with thee. So uh, finally, we get to the best parts of all these episodes, which is the reenactment. The reenactment of a thing that didn't happen. Therefore, it's an enactment, uh, I believe. Um, <laughs> 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 which are ins- again insanely detailed on it's here a so if you need your memories refreshed it's a reenactment of a simulation 
they yes. reenact. They simu- they right. run the data yeah. a thousand times, and then later on five thousand times apparently. Uh, yeah, they weren't getting accurate enough data. Yeah, and they're like, so let's see what happens. So these warriors, this Apache and this gladiator, just encounter each other in a field and are like, let's fucking go, bro, let's fight. And the Apache uh, gets him in the stomach with an arrow, and the gladiator pulls it out through his stomach or whatever, and then it's like, the, like gladiator only he speaks like fucking uh, you know, like a caveman or whatever, Giant. and. Yo, the Apache keeps running away from They don't learn how to speak. They learn how to fight. Yeah. Travis. Like, I sure. wish they'd had him, like, yelling things in Latin at this Apache. <laughs> thing, but. That would be yeah. that would be pretty incredible, although <laughs> it'd get weird when the Apache was yelling back. The, uh, Travis, the Apache has never seen this machine that has nothing on his mind but to fight, to win, to destroy, to bleed. Sorry, that is a quote that was maybe a runner-up What were they talking file. about then? Was, that, was it, like, a, with guns or uh, what? what machine? <laughs> Oh, like they like, just call the he, they were just calling him a fighting machine. machine. Okay, I thought you were saying like some technology. No, no, no. They were talking about before. a gladiator as a okay. machine as a machine program to fight to bleed. Oh yeah, because they're talking about him like a Terminator. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's the, Oops, like a Terminator. The gladiator gets him with the dang net, uh, <laughs> and then starts punching him in the face and then just the gets off or whatever it just gets yeah. off a classic he like, gets off to like do a finishing move or whatever he just he just oh, yeah, he, he just walked away for no reason he just stood like classic like hero with he thought he was done like it's like the apache had plot armor yeah uh like they get down like the apache throws a tomahawk and misses which is lame because the tomahawk was like the most fun demo yeah uh and then they fight with the sika in the war club which knocks off the gladiator's helmet. Yeah, he gets punched in the face. The Apache gets up with his knife. The gladiator swings at him but misses. The Apache then starts to knife the gladiator's limbs, and then he gets around and he starts slashing the gladiator's throat and wins and then does a war cry. Uh, does not take a scalp, even though the beginning of the episode was like, the scalp-taking warriors of death. This is some of the most racist shit <laughs> I've ever not, seen in my it's life. It's not great. I, this show was going to turn me into a land declaration guy. <laughs> I, I'm starting every As You Know episode with that now. <laughs> they should have done it at this warehouse thing beforehand. Then it would have been co- it would have been kosher if they did that. There was one thing with the restraint, which was they only shouted, they only had them do the scream a few times. And at first, I was afraid it was going to be like Wonder Woman in Zack Snyder's Justice League or like Dune, where they're just like, ah, here's the scream that lets you know that we're back in the native land. Yeah, but yeah, that's the end. The Apache apparently won. The Apache won two thirds of the simulations. Um, well, you know, I mean, you can only trust the simulation so much. I mean, you know, the Bengals won the Super Bowl, according to Madden, in the simulation, but you got to play the game on the field, which is why I think it's a cop-out and that they don't have each other fight to the death, actually. Yeah, they should have had Snake Blocker fight Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell. <laughs> 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 uh, Chris Torres or Steven Dietrich. Yeah, so that's that's episode one. Would you guys? Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd already watched more of this because I, I didn't. I skipped all the stuff we usually do at the beginning, which is like, "What's your experience with this?" So we could do that now if we want. We skipped that because you forgot to do it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, we can do it now. <laughs> Matt could even edit it in and put it in early if you really want. While to. I, I'm not going to. While do that. I was watching this show, I realized that I have seen parts of this show at some point in my life that didn't mean anything to me and didn't stick around until I put it on again and it said, you've seen this before and that's it. <laughs> yeah. You've been 19 and at home 
at your parents' house during the summer when you're not working. And right. Had this on. I never it's put on Spike TV that. when that was when I was doing that. Absolutely never considered putting. I on watched Spike Most TV. Extreme Elimination Challenge so much. Uh, yeah, I yeah, watched that show. Of shows quite that are really bit. racist. <laughs> well, yeah. That uh, yeah. Uh, Ian, do you have any experience with Spike? Spike. Uh, the man's uh, network. That, not that I can Spike! really think of. I don't even have this. We're all, we're not even through the episode, and I've already had the will drain for me to make jokes about like Buffy the Vampire Spike or whatever. No, mm. I never really watched this show mm. or Spike. Uh, any experience and exposure I had to it was through you, Travis, probably. I uh, think freshman year when we'd watch A Thousand Ways to Die or just be on in our friends' room. I cannot stress enough. It That's was it. on and I was not watching. <laughs> <laughs> I would have my laptop as we would see somebody like sit on a washing machine that would explode. That yes, happened, that, right? that did happen in an episode of A Thousand Ways to Die. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find like the Spike they TV got trapped? Like, guy award. Did they get trapped in the, in the washing machine? There was something stupid. Uh, there was something that's like a lesbian with like an exploding dildo or something. Like it was not, it was not good. Hell yeah, yeah. Spike TV. Uh, lesbian with an exploding dildo. Perfect. That's that's what men love. Launch, launched in April two thousand three as the first network for men. <laughs> Previously, no one had ever thought to target them. Uh, Spike Lee sued them three days before they launched uh, to prevent <laughs> Viacom from using the name Spike TV because he would people were like people think it's my channel. Spike, I love you. That's absurd. That's so ridiculous. <laughs> That's insane. Spike, you rule. You're great. That is obs. It's yeah. It's a it's a word. It's a thing. It's not Spike Lee TV. It is just Spike TV. They should have changed it to Spike Lee TV after he <laughs> tried to sue Spike, them. Your name is Sheldon or Sh- yeah. Like it's something when like you Sheldon. go when yeah. you go by a noun, when you go by a real thing that is a noun. You can't yeah, even I'll go by nouns, technically. pretend an object <laughs> when when you go by an object. Okay, you can't you can't be suing people for calling anything that object. <laughs> yeah, go by Sheldon if you don't want. I, they're not going to make Sheldon TV. Maybe they will. Uh, they will soon after the Big Bang Theory. The Sheldon Cooper Empire. I think that's his name. The, Young the Sheldon, Senate old Sheldon. Expands. Yeah, they just it's just ESPN, but for Sheldon content. Like just like no matter what, it's always Sheldon related. Uh, there was a launch special filmed to the Playboy Mansion. Of course, they had a classy Kasupo what show. Do we, what do men love to do more than jack off? Uh, the Joe Schmo show. I don't know what that is. Uh, they would start doing UFC stuff. They got wrestling. Blade the series. The documentary film Metal of Honor, the Iron Workers from 9 11, because we have to bring that up in every episode. <laughs> they had the, the syndication rights for Married with Children. What? Because <laughs> that was a show about a dude with a wife that's nagging him all the time, I guess. Yeah. My, I, think the, I think the Spike TV show that I think we talked, we, well, we didn't talk about it because I wasn't on the podcast, but y'all talked about it. Uh, that even as a, like a teenager made me go, Oh, you know, I don't know about this. Was Stripperella, <laughs> where I was like, like where I was like, this just seems like a step too far in this direction. I, it said the horny sixteen-year-old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find the Spike TV Is like this? Guy Awards or whatever they were called. Oh yeah, Guys Choice Awards. The this the Guys Choice Award uh, was a golden pair of antlers on a wooden pedestal. Can you give me some of the categories over the years? Categories vary from year to year. Examples okay. of categories awarded more than twice include Guy of the Year, Jean-Claude Goddamn, Biggest Ass Kicker, 
decade of hotness. Who was the funniest guy? MF? Who was uh, the guy of the uh, year in 2021? Uh, it, it ended in 2016. I'm asking you. I'm asking the podcast. Me personally? Yeah. Who was your guy of the year I last think year? Travis personally was the guy of the year. I, I feel Travis like it was Oscar was Isaac. Oh, no. It was Travis. Now, the 2020 was the year of Travis. Uh, guy of the year. Yeah, Travis doesn't get to have the year of Travis and then guy of the year in the <laughs> next year. That's bullshit, and I will protest. Guy of the year 2021, I think a little guy named Anthony Fauci. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. No, guy well. of the year 2020. Joe Biden was <laughs> guy Andrew of the year 2021. <laughs> Hunter Biden was guy of the oh, year 2020. Man. Yes. I'm just going through some Absolutely. of these. So they would have the awards Bean were it was only guy like. guy of the year. It was two nominees. And no, that was funniest would, uh, motherfucker of the year. There'd, there'd be two <laughs> nominees for each award and then one winner. And so, for example, I'm looking at 2007, the first one. Ballsiest Band, Lamb of God versus Disturbed. Pretty Disturbed ballsy. One. Yeah. Disturbed one, huh? Uh, luckiest Bastard is Cash Warren in recognition of his relationship with Jessica Alba. Uh, he defeated Dominic Monaghan in recognition of his relationship with Evangeline Lilly. Oh my god. Gift from the gods, this... Minka Kelly versus Rashida Jones. Minka Kelly. This is it's like you're pouring hot acid on my brain. Uh James James Gandolfini won a guy uh, guy's choice award for guy, Kingpin. He beat George Clooney. Uh, yeah. Things are so it's so <laughs> nice that this this piece of culture is no longer like it has been quashed. Like it is no longer it like hasn't. Yes. It hasn't. It it it's not. It's it, more powerful than ever. I t- it lives on in my heart. Uh, Barstool. Sports. I'm surprised this isn't like an extremely popular Barstool ongoing. Sports. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Barstool, Barstool Sports. The, the yes, yeah. Hottest Jessica Alba defeated Beal. Most viral video. Will Ferrell, the landlord. Remember the landlord? I don't. Adam McKay's second greatest production. Uh, okay. Killer quote from 2008. Don't tase me, bro. Beat. I have a wide stance. Uh, Megan Fox has a lot of guys' choice awards. I mean, of course, the ultimate guys' choice. Ozzy Osbourne's Oz, "I Am Ozzy" beat Tracy Morgan's "I Am the New Black" for outstanding literary achievement at the 2010 awards. Goodfellas guy movie hall of fame. Congratulations, Ian! What a miss oh reading of Goodfellas. Falsiest band of 2010. Stone Temple Pilots. Guy of the year 2011. Mark Wal- Wahlberg beats Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy oh. movie hall of fame that year fast times at richmond high notably directed by a woman uh yeah that would it would, it would have a meltdown <laughs> best girl on girl scene natalie portman and mila kunis black swan what uh yeah, man that's a scary that was, scene i was <laughs> it is a scary scene. that's a scary movie oh my god I, I loved when the I did love the when the guy awards brought out um, Adele Exarchopoulos uh, and uh, uh, Leia Seydoux to give them the, the joint award <laughs> for her uh, girl on girl scene of the year. Vincent after Cassell, Blue is the guy color. movie hall famer. Um, Twenty twelve awards. Foxy Shazam was the house band. Most man anticipated movie. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, guy of the year. Twenty twelve. <laughs> Brad Pitt wait, versus wait, Louis time C.K. Out, time out, time out. Time out. <laughs> Are you telling me that they gave an award that was just, we're excited for this thing? That yeah, was the we're award? Excited to see this yeah, because it was June 2012. Okay, how about this one? Outstanding literary achievement Tina Fey Bossy Pants versus Dick Cheney in My Time, a personal and political memoir. <laughs> that's liberalism. <laughs> that is, um, that's American liberalism right there. Oh, yep. my God. Yep. So, do, do these, 
were these planted? Like, do you think anybody wanted to win a guy's choice award? No, <laughs> probably. Absolutely. But like, you know that there wasn't like just, fucking. Just, uh, they did surprisingly best Lincoln. Like, they voted Daniel Day Lewis's Abraham Lincoln versus they. It beat Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You know, you um, got to take some things seriously. It's not all just about yeah, yeah, what the fuck. Uh, did they? Does Matt Damon or Ben Affleck ever won uh, one of these? Uh, I scrolled past Ben Affleck first. Something uh, he was guy of the year in 2013. 2013 classic you know, good he'd year won, for ben he'd won the they Oscar were like for we Argo love that Argo <laughs> yeah, they, we love yeah. Argo <laughs> man. Yeah. Ben Affleck's I qu- think they just they, they appreciated the success and like the multifaceted yeah. the literary achievement thing every time in 2014 uh, Grumpy Cat's Grumpy Cat a Grumpy Book beat Nick Offerman's Paddle Your Own Canoe Jesus Christ that's it yeah the- I, that's it I said on Friday that I got 20 more years in me uh, just in general, and now this I, I conversation is shortening that. Yeah, no, I got two. I got. I had two days. This is the end. <laughs> Congrats on getting to thirty, Ian. All right, and then the other thing I wanted to do in between episodes is just I wanted to run through all the deadliest warrior matchups and just go who you got. All of them. Okay, there's uh, only thirty. There's thirty. Yeah, that's fine. All right, uh, who you got, everyone? Okay, lightning I, round. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Viking versus Samurai. 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 I will also go Samurai. Samurai. Uh, Spartan versus Ninja. 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 Eh, Spartan. Go green. Um, <laughs> that means Spartan for those <laughs> yes. of you who don't know. Pirate versus Knight. 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 Very vague. Gotta be a knight. Yeah. Yeah, knight. Uh, Give me the yeah. armored cavalry. Yakuza versus Mafia. Yakuza. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's like I've seen enough dumb fucking mafia guys. I feel like yeah. it's got to be. Yakuza. I mean, there are also dumb Yakuza guys. Maybe. That's what the entire just... Yakuza franchise is about. It's like, look true. at these dumb fucking Yakuza guys. Like, like who are the Yakuza Silvio Dantes? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. Play um, Yakuza, Travis, and you will I meet should. a thousand Yakuza Silvio Dantes. All right. Uh, Green Berets versus Spetsnaz. Spetsnaz. I don't know what that is. That's, uh, I believe, a Russian. It's Russia. Yeah, the Russian armed armed forces, the GRU. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take Russia on that one. You killed sixteen Chechens. For the record, this is one that actually they went with uh not the American people, so Spetsnaz won. Wow, I'd sixteen Chechens. It was with the Interior Ministry. Uh, Shaolin Monk versus Maori Warrior. I didn't know Shaolin Monk was a real thing. I just made that up earlier when I referenced it. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was just. Oh, I thought you were saying you didn't know that Shaolin monks were <laughs> Sorry, real. Sorry, I didn't know they actually did it on the show. And you thought they were made up in like kung fu movies. <laughs> versus what? Yeah, Shaolin Monk. Uh, Maori Warrior. I don't, I don't know anything I'm about the, doing the haka. Shaolin? Yeah, I'm doing the haka. Yeah, if it's a rugby match. I don't know. Uh, William Wallace versus Shaka Zulu. I've seen this episode. You've seen this? Uh, this is what I remember. God. William Travis. Wallace won. I feel like he had better weaponry here. Does he? I was going to say, I don't know much. <laughs> I abstain. About Shaka Zulu. I guess they're contemporary-ish. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with Shaka Zulu. Uh, Steven, who you got between the IRA and the Taliban? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I'm offended at the comparison. Yeah. Not the same thing. This should be the next yeah. this should be the next hour of the episode. <laughs> yeah. This episode it's was banned Steven. in the UK, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Steven talking about this comparison. Like like the, the Taliban they don't do the same thing. I, I don't know. They're both freedom fighters, you know, fighting against Let's talk about powers. this. I'd see Fair enough. 
let's this episode is dedicated to the brave <laughs> Mujahideen and uh yeah. and IRA fighters <laughs> around the world. Let's talk let's talk about this. Where are they fighting? And why? Uh let me see if I can pull up the reenactment. Yeah, why I the question of why uh, the, never the needs battle to starts with five Taliban militia climbing over a small hill leading to an abandoned car lot. Uh, they survey the area. They need to, there need to be cars. There need to be cars for car bombs for the IRA. Yeah. yeah for for the record, the weapon matchup is the IRA uh, has a slingshot, LPO fifty flamethrower, uh, AR fifteen armalite, and a nail bomb. And the Taliban have a bayonet, an RPG seven rocket launcher, an AK forty seven, and a PMN mine. I mean, one of these people fought like. A war. The average war. IRA person is two inches taller and twenty pounds bigger. I, I mean the 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 war yeah. that the Taliban fought and the war that the IRA fought are not very comparable. <laughs> uh, I mean they can be compared, but like they can be contrasted heavily. Um, I think it would be the Taliban. <laughs> like uh, the IRA one, it was close. It was like five seventeen to four eighty three, <laughs> and the IRA. Uh, it ends with a bomb blowing up the last Taliban member, and the IRA leader raises his fist and yells, Ireland in victory. I yell Ireland in victory quite a bit, but usually <laughs> it's not after people die. That's season one. Season two. That's weird. I yell Taliban in victory a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's weird. We'll oh, get that's weird. That's like that. I love we'll to put to... my fist up in the air and go, Taliban! <laughs> like we'll get I'm to Dave people from the Middle from... East yelling a thing in victory soon enough. Uh <laughs> Episode 10, SWAT versus GSG-9, uh, which is what the is uh, German Federal Police. Uh, uh, SWAT uh, was that one. What? Yes. You yeah, got, I don't know. Wait, I mean, SWAT, you got what? You got, uh, what is that, Samuel Jackson and Colin Farrell? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I love the idea of a Jeremy Renner? Fight. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. Sorry, I no, Samuel Jackson's not in that one. What am I thinking of? Is he yeah, not? he's in SWAT. Whoever loses, we win in a cop He is in SWAT. You're right. Okay. Oh, and Hello Cool J is also there. You got Michelle Rodriguez. It's a good cast. Yeah, they beat any. Germans. Is this movie good? I've Probably heard not. people talk about it as if it's good, and they made it a TV show, so it must be. Um, Jeremy Renner looks like this is it is a baby. He is a baby in this, which is weird because right. he's Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jesse James versus Al Capone. Uh, Al Capone. Al Capone. Uh, Tommy Gunn is going to take. Yeah. Take also, Al Jesse Capone. James wanted to die. You know, it was a yeah. whole. Th- I mean, listen, the coward Robert Ford shot Jesse James in the back. Al Capone got taken in by taxes, so I guess that's yeah. kind of you know. Uh, Attila the Hun versus Alexander the Great. Uh, Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to conquer, uh, and would get smoked by Attila the Hun. Yeah, Attila gets another like millennium advancement, right? I don't know when exactly the Huns are, but I feel like you gotta give it to him. Aztec Jaguar versus Zande Warrior. I don't fucking know anything about Zande Warrior. I don't know Never anything about I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, Aztec's more known. Sorry, I'm taking the known quality quantity here. Uh, Nazi yeah. Waffen SS versus Viet Cong. This would be the uh, worst Viet episode Kong. ever. Awful. Uh, also, the Viet Cong kicked our ass. I'm sure yes. they would do the same to the Nazis. Yes, I was going to say, like, we beat the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, Viet Cong beat us, thereby. <laughs> yeah, you know, the we talk about it in college football yeah. every year. We did not beat the Nazis. Uh, Soviet Union beat the Nazis, but we were beating we, the no. We were also beating the Nazis. Well, also this, and then the Soviets helped out the Viet Cong. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Roman Centurion versus Rajput Warrior of the Indian subcontinent. Well, as a person who I don't know anything about, as uh, somebody who united all of India under his rule and was declared Lord of the Ganges yeah. in uh, Crusader Kings Three, I'm gonna stick with the Rajput Warriors that led to my success. 
Stick with uh, who you, yeah, you dance with who you came it's with. It's Ian's birthday. I'll, I'll back you on that one. Sure. This is all I asked uh, for. Soma- Somali pirates versus Medellin cartel. Medellin cartel. <laughs> I wish you could see the face that I've made. <laughs> I would like to watch this episode of Narcos, though. <laughs> yeah, I'd go with the Medellin. So I'd also say Medellin. Uh, Persian immortal versus Celt. Uh, Persian immortal, but that's because... Um, well, you don't need to get into the, the history of Celtic warriors and whether or not the concept of Celts even truly exists or if it was a Roman creation. Yeah. Paul Pierce getting his ass kicked in this one. Um, oh, yeah. Is it Celtics? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, KGB versus CIA. <laughs> Who you got? Amazing. CIA. KGB. Wait, no. Uh, KGB. I just want to read, I want to read no, the weapons see, here. Matt, I think... Read about every single time the CIA tried to, like, parachute guys into Russia... Uh, when the CIA was getting started, it's amazing. They get every a hundred percent of them were captured immediately. It's amazing. I think I think this is one of those ones. I think this is very similar to like Yakuza, because I thoroughly believe yeah, yeah. that there are as many many hilarious stories about the KGB fucking up that we Probably. just don't have. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? For, oh, sorry, I was. I was, It was CIA versus KGB. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick CIA because I'm thinking of uh, the KGB uh, getting wrecked in Death of Stalin. Mm. Basically, do you want to hear the weapons for this one? Oh. KGB's got Havana Syndrome K- gun. KGB has shoe knife, camera gun, Scorpion SMG sixty one, and dead drop spike. Um, sure. CIA has a Garrett a briefcase gun, a Mac ten, and an exploding cigar. I hoped they were gonna. I hoped they were gonna say exploding cigar. cigar. I hoped you were gonna say that. Yeah, because yeah, mostly has like money to throw at fascist groups in Eastern Europe. Yeah, like that's that's the main weapon. Uh, Vlad the Impaler versus Sun Tzu. Vlad, well, you got I gotta go with <laughs> Vlad. I guess one of them has a book, and I'm gonna go with him. Yeah, Sun Tzu. Uh, <laughs> Vlad the Impaler, because the book's Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wrote Dracula's a wuss in that though. Um, yeah, I took a lot of issue. They they really took away. They were like, oh, traditional vampires. That's gay. We use the we thirty, 30 days, days of night, night vampires, vampires that look like Batista. <laughs> like one of the absolute worst films ever made. <laughs> he reinvented vampires. Uh, mm-hmm. Ming warriors versus French musketeers. I guess they have guns, like early guns, but I'm going to go with the later musketeer. Uh, they have the barrel pole gun. Uh, the nest of bees, uh, one of the earliest forms of weaponized gunpowder, or fire arrows, nest of bees, and a mechanical landmine. Comanche versus Mongol. Comanche. Sure. Navy SEALs versus Israeli commandos. Uh, what? <laughs> well, Krav Maga, it's not really like Kung Fu. It's more like, learning, it's, it's more like uh, knowing how to kill somebody with a pen. I feel like the Mossad will kick some seal ass. Yeah, I'm going to pick Mossad uh, just because my anti-American bias. All right, so that's season two. And then finally, yeah. season three, George Washington versus Napoleon Bonaparte. Napoleon. Yeah. What? Oceans are oh, yeah, not even close. Napoleon. Wait. Oceans are battlefields. I thought Napoleon was way earlier, though. What? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Then what? Oceans are battlefields? No, he thought Napoleon was earlier than George Washington. As far as... I can understand not knowing that kind of history. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it's like... Napoleon's like 19th century. Yeah. And George Washington's 18th. 
I don't know. That's not that crazy to not know very well. No, but it, like it's the Napoleon is a reaction to the French Revolution, which is a reaction to the American it's Revolution. Hard to, we don't always think about those things as being in parallel with each other because that's not how we're I'm always thinking Thank about you for Napoleon. defending me, Travis. Yeah, like, no, I totally well, get I'm that. glad that the person that's defending it's you is the guy you think about later, you're like, dang, the French Revolution was happening at the same time we were doing that, huh? It's like, uh, it's just, yeah. this is Wait, Travis just is defending history you. in a way that is meant to propagandize America, and that is it. That's correct. Like, there should, like mm-hmm. there's no understanding of different lanes of history that were happening. Yep. There's no understanding of other things that, you know, could have been good for anybody other than us. Anyway, who you got? Napoleon. We all got Napoleon. I'm settling right, with yeah. the. I'm settling with the grand hero of the Romantic era, Napoleon, the ultimate human. Yeah. Uh, Joan of Arc versus enough. William the Conqueror. William the Conqueror was a conqueror. Joan of Arc. She fought. Yeah, like she's the only lady on here. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe what? some members of the CIA or whatever. But the, are we laughing uh, about him calling her a lady? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's really the only lady on here. Uh, on the dude's show. U.S. Army Rangers versus North Korean Special Ops. I kind of think U.S. <laughs> Army Rangers. I can't get out of my head US that Army North Korea Rangers. is super incompetent. Who are even the specialists? There's a bunch of South Koreans who are like, yeah, these are, I know all this. St- and a U.S. intelligence officer. Oh, and a guy who's a ninth degree black belt. North sure. Korean Special Ops hand-to-hand combat. They know Hapkido and Taekwondo hybrid. Anyway, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm changing my. Genghis vote. Khan versus Hannibal. Uh, um, Barca, Genghis, not Lecter. Uh, let me have the fucking fun. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's Ian's birthday. Charles. Yeah, let me talk about which version of Hannibal is it. It's obviously Burris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gonna raise I mean, the rent on him. <laughs> Damn. Damn. He's going to talk about the. He's going to tweet. He's going he's gonna to be in front of a show and talk about the problematic things that everyone knows yes. that Genghis Khan did, but we haven't talked about for a while. And then they're no going to like, ta- yeah, we no should one really talks about Genghis Khan's this. sexual assault stuff. <laughs> Remember when someone <laughs> really tried to cancel Genghis Khan like two years ago and was like, yo, this guy was not. This guy was, was a sexual Yeah, it's like, dang, really? Uh, this is maybe my favorite one Saddam Hussein versus Pol Pot. <laughs> That is it's Saddam. It, right? It's not them. It, it's not them in hand to hand. It's like them and like their their guards. I love if it was just them. The that only good sick. thing about this podcast episode is that I now will forever have a clip of Travis saying, "This is my favorite one: Saddam Hussein versus Pol Pot." I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna cut it. It's gonna be Travis saying, "This is my favorite one: Saddam Hussein." <laughs> <laughs> My name is Travis Marmon, and this is my favorite This does, dictator of course, of end with Saddam and Pol Pot one-on-one against each other. Uh, of course. Hold on. Of course. Uh, Saddam's pretty Saddam, tall, right? Pol Pot makes his move <laughs> and rounds. <laughs> through a window, Pol Pot sees Saddam standing behind a wall with only his left arm visible. Pol Pot makes his move and rounds the corner, swinging his cane knife into the dictator's neck. However, he realizes too late he has cut into his dead comrade, wearing Saddam's jacket. The real Hussein comes to his side, wearing an undershirt, raises his browning to Pol Pot's head, saying, This is a weapon, in Arabic, and pulls the trigger. After Pol Pot drops out of view, Saddam raises his gun in the air and shouts, Allahu Akbar, at victory. Uh, Pol Pot... Good for him. Uh, Saddam Hussein's got uh, four inches on Pol Pot. Damn, Idi Amin was 6'4"? Theodore Roosevelt versus Lawrence of Arabia. I'm sorry. What? Theodore Roosevelt versus Lawrence of Arabia. (laughs) (laughs) Why are those two fighting? (laughs) Well, we don't get to ask why. That's part of this. We don't get to ask why. No, (laughs) this is the one that's deeply jarring to me of all of them. (laughs) 
Because it's like the thing where they're like, here's these these. It's also with Rough like, Rider. It's also Rough Riders versus Bedouins. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, one of these is an American president. Okay. And the other is an army off, like a British army officer. Like that's where I'm just like, okay, you know, like T Lawrence. We don't get to ask why. <laughs> anyway, Teddy I'm, wins. I'm sorry, ultimately. T, but Teddy's got you. T Lawrence looks Teddy like a man. Wins? T yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, Teddy. It was, makes sense uh, because he's close. He only won. He won 51 percent of the uh, the Sims. He's the president, whereas this guy's just like a commanding officer. Like he doesn't have the uh, whole army at his yeah, disposal. He, he ranks high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ivan the Terrible versus Hernan Cortez. Cortez. Yeah. I don't have any. Cortez. Sure. I don't have any. So the one where she's like, I feel like you have more years. I don't know. And uh, oh. cr- Crazy Horse versus Pancho Villa. I just don't um, care. Pancho. Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse. Because Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pancho Villa didn't inspire <laughs> the riff from Cortez the Killer. Like, all right. And that brings us finally to the last episode of Deadliest Warrior ever Vampire versus Zombie. Uh, a live episode, apparently, <laughs> where they, you could Twitter vote on who you thought was going to win and representing yeah. both sides. You have um, Steve Niles who wrote 30 days of night and a Batman run that I don't know if Ian cares about called no. Batman Gotham County line where Batman fights zombies. It seems yep, uh, sucked. <laughs> uh, and the guy who wrote the vampire survival guide and representing Why is, zombies. you know who they should have called in and would have made this episode actually fucking interesting. Wesley Snipes and rice. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would. Her and Steve Miles arguing over what kind of vampires. I just like to watch Anne the Rice one or, and, the, or the Batista and, and Mac ones. Brooks talk. Okay, yeah, this guy's opinions on what zom- or what vampires should be and what makes them interesting is really wrong. Like, it's just literally, their main weapon that causes most of the casualties is something that vampires do not have, which is their claws. Yeah. When have vampires ever had claws? It depends do they on, do that in True Blood ever? It depends on it which depends vampire. On like, you, like, really, there have been so many different versions of vampires. Nosferatu has really long nails. You know what vampires great? Romantic hero vampires. I watched... Um, yes. I watched uh, Dracula Pages from a Virgin's Diary a couple weeks that's, ago. Yeah. And that's a um, silent... A recent film that's a silent film in black and white shot to look like a classical silent film. That's a ballet with Dracula. Oh, that right. is No, it's great. It's the most faithful adaptation of the original novel, but they have a, a Japanese Amer- a Japanese Canadian actor play Dracula, and it's so good because it really heightens the like xenophobia, but also the like sensuality of it all by having this all like, you know, sort of just kind of expressed through like dance and touch and stuff like that. And I was like, wow, this is great. Oh. This is so interesting. And then I watched this and I was like, fuck a vampire. Yeah, well, because all the guys on the show were like, fuck this gay shit. Like, we're going to only, like, va- the only kind of vampire I'm interested in is a killing machine. Where their food. I like how they keep going, vampires su- survived the Black Plague. And it's like, so did humanity. Like, it didn't go well, but yeah. like, we're still here. We I did feel it. bad for all um, of these guys' partners. Yeah, well, whoever Max Brooks's partner is, at least she they're probably really rich because uh, his dad is Mel Brooks and World War Z oh. uh, also did pretty well. I always wonder, like, what's Mel Brooks think of Max's uh, passion for zombies? Because, like, I his whole shtick is he takes zombies very seriously. And, like, uh, I'm, I... God, it's fucking awful. I bet... I read the Zombie Survival Guide in high school. 
Yeah. Also, I would like to say, first Bleak, of all, man. this is Anne Bancroft erasure. Is that his mom? <laughs> is Anne yes, Bancroft? Yes. yes. I would, first of all, wow. Anne Bancroft erasure. We need to mention that as well. <laughs> Two incredibly talented parents. Uh, and second, uh, they seem to be great people, so I imagine they're deeply supportive of him and his endeavors. He seems like he's probably fine. It's just like his... And like it's all shtick that he's like takes zombies one hundred percent seriously. Yeah, I do obviously. not think he does this. He, listen, his dad is Mel Brooks. Like he also gonna... wrote The Great Wall, and that oh. movie doesn't take itself seriously at all. Yeah, that's the that's the movie where Matt Damon and Pedro Pascal uh, learned the secret of the. It's like set during the construction of the Great Wall, and it's learned that that's because there's like aliens that come to attack cool. uh, ancient huh. China yeah. and. It's, you know, it's, uh, there's like a, a group called the crane core that just like run on the wall and then jump off with these like bungee cords and stab, uh, aliens That's with these cool. giant, uh, spears and then come popping back up stupid, I, stupid I movie. That. Had that a lot of fun, fun watching it. Uh, also representing zombie team is a guy named Matt Moak, the founder of the zombie research society, which sounds like the lamest shit that ever existed, but they repeatedly yeah, are to assure you George Romero's part of it. So it's cool. Yeah, I love that they just show a picture of George Romero. <laughs> yeah, they should have had him there. So yeah, this episode this is, this was doesn't so have the same magic lame, as man. shit like IRA vs. the Taliban can have. Uh, yeah. Just lame shit like... Your brain has been so poisoned. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> where they're like, well, the, the, the creatures are their own weapons. They just bite and have apparently vampires of claw hands. And first they're like, well, we have to determine the ratio... Of vampires to zombies. They say that like thing is fifteen hordes, times without actually. And we know we it. know a vampire is six times the strength of a human man. We all we all know this. Uh, an elite specifically athlete. that number. Six so times the strength of an guy, elite athlete. Yep. After this uh, guy yeah. like slaps in, in, a bunch of dummies. Uh, we use in, in comic books. <laughs> we both fly by six. <laughs> There's just like zombies. There are zombies on on like on like um, wires coming toward him, like mannequins on wires coming toward him, and he just has the claws, and he just slaps them all in the face as fast as he can while everybody goes, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. It, that's that's the shit that I know Matt's talking about. He's like, I want to do this. Like, yeah, I want to put a fun. Freddy Krueger hand on and slap one of the dummies and go like, holy shit, dude. This... <laughs> this feels like what I said, I think, during the Storm Chasers episode. We should have just watched Mythbusters. If we wanted to see people do things it's to ballistic shells. Yeah. We could also watch all of these things. Science. Another show all that would have benefited things. a little bit from jackass people being on it. All show. of these things happen because, like, yeah, these are all reactions to Mythbusters. People are like, they would love that show. Let's do more yeah. things with ballistics gel. Like, sports yeah. science is the thing that it makes me think of, too. I hate whenever they do sports science in the middle of sports. Well, sports science gave us one of the greatest vines of all time. If it was even a vine, a little video clip of um, them talking about Joey Chestnut's hot dog eating. And it's just a guy shoving, just jamming a hot dog down a throat and goes, and then he goes 69. And then it ends. I wish, I wish I had the ability to create a supercut for all of the things that you said are, these are the great, it's given us some of the greatest images moments or whatever. Cause then it's just like, it's then Correct it's just sense. you just it's, it's you saying that and people being like what's it going to be and then it's you describing like the cat breed video or whatever that was in my I, that's <sighs> is that what that was that's not an all time great video oh, but whatever so yeah so they determined that the correct ratio to even the playing field is sixty three zombies to one vampire 
or ultimately one eighty nine to three. It should like it should uh, be about evening the playing field. It should be about like simulating a situation where zombies and vampires exist and determining how many there would actually be. Because if if it's about evening the playing field, then it really just is a matter of whatever you set the ratio at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also determine that a zombie strength is basically like what if a human had no inhibitions? Uh, so they which they mean. I think that's so. Therefore, a zombie bite true. is as strong as a Rottweiler's. Okay, that doesn't make any other. The other thing is, yes, if one of them wins, then we didn't even the playing field. It's not even. That's correct. Um, I just I want to go back a little bit to more important, uh, interesting conversations. Is Mel Brooks being married to Mrs. Robinson the ultimate? She let you hit it because he's because you funny. Because he goofy. Because <laughs> he goofy. <laughs> <laughs> he literally like, got married to her the year she was Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's top tier. Shouts out to Max Brooks. Yeah, for um, making me really contemplate these questions while in the background it's you guys going like, like yeah, they're about your dad slapping six, they're slapping six, you know, uh, uh, ballistic yeah. gel guys and being like, well, that's what a zombie's like. They also they're putting blindfolds on and tearing them apart with their hands. They're throwing a vampire bite as strong as an alligator's, um, sure. for some reason. And then yeah, they do bite force things on these on these dummy somebody slaps a crocodile on his on its nose so that he can bite the sponge that they have the sensors in which which was a neat little scene they kept talking about how unprecedented this episode episode (laughs) was (laughs) it had never been done i'd never seen anything like this on tv which is funny because which is funny because like the Pol Pot versus Saddam Hussein video, like the implication there that (laughs) that had been done like all these other ones it's precedent we we did everyone does this we were just following the established precedent <laughs> when we were making that one. When we talked about whether Lawrence of Arabia or Teddy Roosevelt would win in a fight, <laughs> we were following a long, a long trajectory I had to, I had to, that pointed to this. I know we talked about that one. And even though when you said it, I was like, well, Stephen just threw together two different... No, no, that was the episode. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> At a certain point, yeah, it was just you you half asleep being shaken awake by a Spike TV executive asking (laughs) who who should fight. I think that one was really, it was, they wanted to do Rough Rider versus Bedouins, but they had to sell it a little more. Um, And finally, who would win a a Fremen from from the... Or or the Sadaqar, the Emperor's Blades? (laughs) Never been done before. Anyway, we then get to my f- absolute favorite part of the episode by far, which is to determine how strong zombie hands are. Uh, they're like, was, obviously, yeah, if was... we blindfolded three strong men <laughs> and multiplied yeah, it this by one six. This one is amazing. Why <laughs> yes, they, they have to be blindfolded? <laughs> so they don't so they have fewer inhibitions on doing it. So they're not like you. I don't know. Why was it these three buff two bees walking in and ripping the this sky This is the apart? moment where you're like, oh, there was a lot of weed involved. <laughs> like, there just had to have been. To simulate the zombie's random attack pattern is why. Apparently, that's what it says on Wikipedia. Naturally. Of course. Anyway, there's no long range weapons. Yada, yada, yada. And then we get the reenactment. That's three vampires in a warehouse versus 100, being descended upon by 189 zombies. One of the vampires looks like Benicio del Toro. He does a lot of the killing, but is also ultimately the first to go but down. with his claws, yeah. which vampires don't have. Yeah, he's being like, yeah, like whacking. He's doing like spinny hand attacks and don't know. Didn't feel like a vampire to me. The one vampire thing no, happens is when one tries to thing. bite a zombie's brain out. 
That, uh, they, they talk about that earlier. And, the and they can't go out in the sun. There's like a, they hint at that. Yeah. But it's never brought up as a weakness. Yeah. And they also keep talking about, they're like, wouldn't all these things, could a zombie infect a vampire? Could you have a vampire zombie hybrid? Like, they don't really yada, address yada. this. But then at the very end, at the very end, there was the one zombie who did get bit, in the, or a vampire got bit in the neck by a zombie, and it turns into a zombie vampire as the credits roll. Okay. But wait. Who do you guys but think wait, would wait, win in a fight? An alien or a predator? Please, please, please. <laughs> Not humanity. There is a moment in the show where the narrator's like, now, it's very difficult for us to determine the the thing that, I don't know what his voice was, like uh, like a zombie. It's very difficult for us it's to determine. It's very difficult. It, the, the, the <laughs> it's <laughs> Murray from Flight of the Conquerors. <laughs> All right, whatever. I'm just going to do the, the standard tough guy Do voice. Murray from Flight of the Concords. <laughs> I don't know how to do Murray from Flight of the Concords. Basically, he's like... I had it down. He's like, he's, he's, like, he's like, a zombie virus could be, you know, could destroy humanity. So it would be, it's difficult for us to simulate this kind of thing. But actually has been in history something very similar to a zombie virus. Swine flu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing I, almost killed us all. Yeah, can you imagine that being the, <laughs> the scariest <laughs> virus that we'd experienced in our lifetimes? Yeah, I feel like shit. Just take me back. Also, I, I, I sorry, I skipped the X factors, which is my other favorite part, where they're like, "Well, vampire has ninety three intelligence, zombie has nine. Uh, there's the feeding instinct, the brutality X factor, and my absolute favorite, though, like zombies have a hundred in endurance. Vampires, like, yeah, they're insane. They have superhuman strength, but we only gave it an eighty-seven. They don't explain why. <laughs> Just, we gave it eighty-seven. Travis, they're doing Madden wanna, ratings. The on numbers. This shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it. They can't. They can't go, spend bro. the entire like the calculations. They're complex and they're very they accurate, precise. I want to know all the science. Uh, Travis, I just want to go back and applaud you for your reference to the tagline to Aliens yeah. <laughs> vs. Predator. It did get lost in the shuffle that you did reference the tagline of whoever wins, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget that's where that came from. Because yeah. I feel like I, wait, I referenced joke. that earlier in this episode. Did you as well? Damn. Yeah, because Stephen was talking you about You said whoever loses, we win. Whoever loses, we yeah. win. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I heard you that. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't put the, I didn't process the flip. Uh, Who won an uh, AVP2 Requiem? I didn't see that one. I think that's the one with the re- the hybrid. Mm. Wow. I don't even remember who won Alien vs. Predator, or neither. I feel uh, like it's usually did. neither. I, is the it's actually what happens is we, we did actually win. win. Yeah, something like that. We have to stop them. Because, yeah, there's a bunch of humans at an air nerd. Whatever. Those movies are stupid. <laughs> Unlike <laughs> Deadliest Warrior, <laughs> a brilliant show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the level of just like serious conversation, like them really getting into the weeds about zombies versus vampires, reminds me of the feeling of listening to people talk about various fantasy and sci-fi shit in my freshman year of college, yep. where I would just tune out and just like be in the room, but like look through whatever was happening and just kind of zone out because I wanted to be around other people before I met my real friends. Yeah, th- this is very much like. The freshmen in it's a bunch of freshmen in college who never changed, like you know, like they just they yeah. never adapted to ad- any other life. Now I think's the time to ask this question. In the as you know, Royal Rumble, who you got? Travis is out first. <laughs> yeah, my tummy hurts. It's <laughs> definitely <laughs> not Matt. Because because Matt, if we're if we're doing the numbers right, Matt's got a, a lot of high numbers, dexterity, you know, strength. But then like 
if we're if we're thinking about inhibition as a factor, like the it, in, he's going to be so inhibited. He's like literally just going to stand in the corner like this for most of the fight. I don't want to do this. Like, come on. Why am, I, why am I trying to fight you? This is so stupid. He's like probably got the best bench out of any of us, but he just. I think Matt wins, though, no. actually, because I think. No, Steven, here's why. It's because you and I are like, well, we don't have to worry about this, and we're fighting each other, and then Matt uses this opportunity and knocks us both out. He wouldn't use any opportunity. Well, Travis is well since he would been not throw a punch. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, he shoots us. What's the point? Yeah, because you have to. You can't, you can't abstain in this theoretical fight. He is abstaining. Teddy Roosevelt could have sought diplomacy when he fought T. Lawrence, but not, not in these <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say, can I just say, neither one of these creatures would have any reason to attack the other. Like, even if you put them in a situation where they were supposed to fight, neither of their instincts say that they, like, the zombies, I guess, would well, be I don't know. to the well, vampire. Well, uh, uh, can a zombie... But, like, a zombie would not give a fuck about well, a vampire. Well, can a zombie feed on a vampire? Why do, why do we know that they can't? No. No. Because vampires don't... Vampires are dead. So they don't have, like, fresh human blood. <laughs> so, yeah. Are you guys glad we watched this much Deadliest Warrior? Why did it say to be continued? Because it was canceled after. Also, because they, like, they wanted to leave right, it ambiguous they, as to what the, after this they could have brought shit. the zombie vampire back. Also, I misspoke earlier. It's not the zombie, the vampire that got bitten. It's the vampire that bit the zombie in the brain. It then turns into a zombie vampire. Uh, mm, the, that's, the um, that's not really how it works either. The, <laughs> as we also, know, yeah, that's not the science. It's not how it works. I'm a, bi- I'm a biomedical engineer and a neuroscientist, and I can tell you that that could be how it works. I love the ER guy who keeps being like, I'm putting my my you know license on like in jeopardy here, but like this is what I think. This is <laughs> like know? when my it's lawyer so friend that I'm said doing that this. she wouldn't come on a podcast because she's worried about professionalism. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> she said Steven, she said that she wouldn't be your reoccurring not very professional. She said she wouldn't be your reoccurring guest host on a podcast that treated that was basically what if serial covered the Scooby Doo episodes. Yes. Sort of. That's not quite it, but I still also, think you it once said you'd get away with in. murder on a podcast, so she probably can't be associated with <laughs> you in this form. Stephen, I was thinking about this actually earlier, and I meant to ask you this: Do you think you could get away with an assassination? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Like an assassination. She'd easily a, be a patsy wow. assassination, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all could. Steve Hahn. Steve Hahn. But yeah, I was I was thinking. I was like, you said you could get away with murder. I want to see. It. Let's go to the next. No, episode. no, 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 no. You can get away no, with the thing, no. the, something the, that high profile. No, no way. way. No, uh, I I could get away with someone who no one has an eye on being murdered by me. I could not get away with murdering. Like I hypothetically don't speaking, hypothetically, hypothetically, this is a joke. Mitch this McConnell. Is joke. Who's the happen. most famous person you think you could kill? <laughs> okay, kill and get away with or kill? Yeah, yeah. It was the most famous person you think you could get away with murder. Senator Meow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good answer. Good answer. That's a very good answer. Good answer. Queen Elizabeth II. How can you murder? She was already, already like dead. Yeah. <laughs> She's already you dead. You cannot murder her. You can't they say- announced that Windsor Castle is going to be her forever She's going home. to a farm upstate right now. <laughs> <laughs> they used the phrase forever home oh my god i'm really excited to see what her official death date is 
Queen Elizabeth they're gonna, they're, with they're gonna leave yet? the air quotes. Are they gonna leave the quotation marks around the death date when they put out the press release? <laughs> Queen Elizabeth the second versus uh, like uh, Grace Kelly, Princess of Monaco. Who you got? <laughs> <laughs> Grace Kelly had to work with Hitchcock, so give me that. Are you guys glad we watched this much Dudley's Warrior? <laughs> here, no. Here, here at as you know, we are entering a new phase called the outro. <laughs> I did not have a good time watching this. And I regret being the one to exp- to bring up the let's do non-narrative television. <laughs> because so far the results have been lackluster. Jackass was fun. Jackass was great. It has gotten progressively worse. Listen. In this experiment. Listen. In my, the novelty in my of it will wear off. I did. Uh, I, I do want to go back to dramatic to narrative television for a while now. But I did come up with an even more deranged non-narrative one to pocket. Uh, yesterday, I also did. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was looking stuff up yesterday, and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> but we're not. Yeah, are we are we doing a show next week? We are. Okay, let's treat ourselves. All right, let's talk about a great show. A show I was thinking of the other day when I was telling a friend that she should start dressing like one of the characters in it, and texted her a photo of it, three a.m. drunk, and said, "Have you considered dressing like this?" A show that we haven't talked about directly on this podcast, but we love to, or we talk about all the time, and in fact, sitting right over my shoulder for the fiftieth. Let's be some bad people and let's watch Seinfeld, guys. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Let's just do right. Seinfeld, man. Are you in both parts of the finale or no? Did if they aired on the same night? Then... It, but then, then you know, it still is the thing where it goes to those are three twenty-minute episodes. Yeah, exactly. It's a total yeah. hour viewing. Yeah. Remember. And it's great. Let's talk about Seinfeld. It's on sure. Netflix. Yeah, Seinfeld's amazing. Let's say some. Let's say some wonderful things about a show. For I've been trying to make Alex watch Seinfeld. Yeah. So, sure. Who knows the least about Seinfeld? Ooh, that's tough. I've actually watched quite a bit of that show. I've also watched a bit of that show. I've seen every episode of that show like five times. It Not- might actually be me, a person who <laughs> grew up in a Seinfeld family, but has really only watched the show in syndication. I've yeah. also so only watched week, the show in syndication. But yeah. Like- so next week we're going to talk about Seinfeld because. I think I, it's already abundantly clear which roles everyone fit in. Oh, yeah. Trav- Travis is Jerry. Is he? I'm George. I'm the one that likes Larry I think David Travis, most, I think Travis so. is George. <laughs> Travis is no, George. No, no, no. I was going to make this joke. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Travis is Jerry, and Matt is Jerry, and Stephen is Jerry, and I'm Jerry. <laughs> oh, I get it. I'm, it's Kramer. Kramer. I'm, and we're I'm the Kenny all... Banya to Ian's Jerry, I think. We're <laughs> also Ian, I think, Ian, I think you're <laughs> Elaine. Right? I'm the Elaine of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> of this podcast. I, in, this, in this group, I am the Elaine. I Matt's I'm David Putty. Huh. Does that make Matt the Jerry? I think so. Because Least we're funny. Gonna, we're going to talk about 30 uh, seconds to talk about it, Travis. 30 seconds, Travis, to tell us about Seinfeld starting now. Seinfeld is arguably the most acclaimed sitcom in the history of American television. It is it stars comedian Jerry Seinfeld as a character loosely based on himself, and he has three quote unquote friends who are all sociopaths uh, that all live in New York and try to maintain status quo at all costs to the uh, detriment of everybody around them and everybody in their lives. Uh, and my dad spoke largely in Seinfeld quotes for much of my childhood. And that's time ish. Uh, yeah, there's a Seinfeld Lego set right above me. <laughs> so I am ready to talk about it. Uh, a show where we are all facets of all of the, uh, we're all, where the characters are all reflections of ourselves. It's uh, true. But that's it's right. a show I've been thinking of a bunch recently, and I figure it'll be a nice treat for the 50th. Uh, thanks to you, the listener. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. 
tell a friend, because that's the way it works. Shouts out to those of you out there. Shouts out, as always, to our producer, Matt Isiani, for his wonderful work. Week in, week out, let's get that man a webby. Fuck the iHeartRadio Awards. Yeah. Steven, can you bring us home? Oh, how the freak was that, guys? <laughs> <laughs>